0: Alright, guys, welcome back to the Haunted Cafe. It's episode, episode three. three.
1: <laughs> Are we I'm, gonna I'm
0: try and make ghost noises? This I, I was just
1: gonna say I'm gonna do that at the end every time, like episode four, five, two. I mean, hey, it
0: works.
1: <laughs> and then when, we, when we get to ten, I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna act like the count from Sesame Street. Oh. <laughs> Episode one, ah, ah. Episode
0: All right, well, welcome back to episode three. Mm-hmm. Um, in the previous one, I already told you, we were going to talk about the Crescent Hotel. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for so am it. I. <laughs> yeah, but um, Yeah, so of course, we always start with a tea. Mm-hmm. So today we have two different teas, just yeah. because... There's
1: only one pack of each. So. Yeah, and
0: it, if we split it, it kind of makes it really weak.
1: Yeah, and so. you can't get a full-on flavor. Like, this even says it's for an eight-ounce. And you're supposed to, mine says it's supposed to be 170 to 180 degrees Fahrenheit. Mine was only 130. So, it's probably not going to be the full flavor that you're supposed to have, I guess.
0: But, yeah. So, we just figured we'll each do a separate tea. We'll mm-hmm. both, we're will both we both going to talk about our teas just real quick. Yeah. And um, if you follow our Instagram, you'll see the actual packages. Yeah. So, if so you, you can you buy know. it if you want to. We're not sponsored by them. Yeah. Just, and th-
1: this is by the company Stats, which we showed in the first episode yep. of this, where it's just a bunch of random teas they put into a box, and then you just mm-hmm. try them out. Yep. So.
0: so, my tea is called Wild Raspberry Hibiscus. It's an herbal tea. Um, the ingredients are hibiscus, lemongrass, rose hips, orange peel, orange peel can't hmm. talk, licorice root, and natural raspberry flavoring. Ugh,
1: licorice root. Ugh. So it's
0: all yeah, but. My caramel tea that yeah. I like that has licorice fruit or licorice root in it and it oh, tastes perfectly okay. fine. So all
1: right then. I hear licorice and all I can think it was black licorice, yeah. which is absolutely disgusting. Oh, absolutely. I think root beer and Dr Pepper made with licorice root too. So
0: probably. <laughs> but um. Yeah.
1: So that's my tea. Sodas. All right. So my my tea is once again it's from Stash. Mine is jasmine blossom and jasmine. It's a green tea. The Vance, I think that's what it says on the bottom. It's in like a okay. different language. Mine says ingredients, it's just jasmine green tea. And then for the other language, I'm going to try doing this just because oh, <laughs> ingredients, the vert al jasmine. <laughs> Whatever that Why means. Why do you
0: sound French?
1: Because it's, <laughs> cause the, I'm not really sure how to pronounce the E, but the E has that little asterisk over on the oh, top wow, wow. that's okay. facing the left. And I think there's one that faces the right, which means something else. But I think it's the vert al jasmine. I don't know. But right. uh, but yeah, so that's good. So we're that's we're our gonna try was... yeah, we're gonna try each other's teas since so, we only have the one flavor. Yeah.
0: So we're gonna try our our own first.
1: Yeah, and this has been steeping for the appropriate amount of time. Yeah, it says like three minutes. It still
0: feels really hot. Yeah,
1: well, yeah, yours was yours was one hundred and fifty degrees. Mine was only one hundred and thirty. So. Mm-hmm. Mm. Ooh, that's really good. I like I'm that scared one.
0: Scared to drink. That. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's not bad. It mm-hmm. definitely has that licorice.
1: <laughs> it, it tastes, it. Like it tastes litters, pretty good, though. It? All right, now we'll swap. So I'll take yours. You take mine. Mine tastes like uh white tea almost.
0: Mm,
1: okay. Oh, yours has a very strong smell to it. Holy yours crap. Yours does, too.
0: Yours smells like flowers. Wow. Obviously, it's jasmine. Yours but...
1: smells like rotten fruit. It's <laughs> <laughs> that orange peel?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You. Ew. <laughs> You know how you don't, you don't, don't like, like mine? Either. <laughs> we don't like yours e- either. We don't like either of ours.
0: We don't like each other. So yeah, mine's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. I mean...
1: Mine, I like mine. I don't give a damn if you like mine or not. <laughs> Which,
0: this surprises me that you don't like it, because to me, it kind of reminds me of the, um...
1: The cherry hibiscus?
0: From, um, um... What's it called? Um, Tivana? Tivana. Yeah, yeah I could yeah. not think of that. It reminds uh, me of that.
1: Yeah, it because I have the two flavors, um, blood orange and... Blood orange, hibiscus, and youth berry. So those the those together make a really really mm-hmm. good tea. But um, but yeah. Anyway, let's get to the thing. Oh, uh, before we do the the incense we have lit oh, is yeah. <laughs> uh, once again it's from the um the Chakra and Luck uh company. I guess that's what it is. I don't know. But uh, this one is the third eye, and it's just jasmine, which complements my tea. Yeah. And uh, this one is for transforming, awakening, and Clarifying, hmm. so yeah, Let's get clarified. It's really strong too. Yeah, oh,
0: sorry, <laughs> in my um, what's it called? My Segway or what? No, Segway is what you ride. What's <laughs> the, what the freak's it called? Transition. My, trans yeah, transition.
1: <laughs> I don't know.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna ride my Segway into the next thing. <laughs> they
1: see <me> rolling. <laughs> uh,
0: all right, so the Crescent Hotel, um, is. It's got a very dark history. I'm um, excited about it. Yeah. I, which is <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> I'm excited about your dark history.
1: I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. So the Crescent Hotel was, bo- was born.
1: Oh, <laughs> <Aww. Aww. laughs> it's, it's just a little town It comes a hotel later <laughs> <Yeah>. when it <laughs> has a bunch of babies. <laughs> uh,
0: so the Crescent Hotel was built in 1886. Um, I wasn't no, to-
1: too long from now.
0: 1886.
1: 18, yeah, the 1800s isn't that long from now. I mean, yeah. you have the 1800s, and then you have the yeah, the 1900s. 1900s then you I, got
0: the 2000s. Yeah.
1: So, <laughs> I mean, I
0: guess. Yeah. I mean, I guess it wasn't that long ago. No, um, well, I wanted, I wanted to talk about the location. Location. I don't
1: know. I
0: don't know why my voice is doing stupid stuff. Okay. But the more,
1: the more I drink the tea, the more bleh, it gets. It
0: gets like <laughs> strong.
1: I don't. I, <laughs> I don't really why like it you that much.
0: Singing to the choir. <laughs> So Alan's not gonna be drinking that no more.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm still gonna sip it just because I'm thirsty. But... And then
0: you're gonna be like each yeah. time.
1: <laughs> you guys will know because every time I drink it, I'll just go. <laughs> uh. So
0: I wanted to talk about like the the location of the hotel first because the the location has more of like a significance to the the history of the hotel. So um, the hotel was built in Eureka Springs, Eureka. Um, yeah, it's a city in the Ozark Mountains of North. I always want to say Arkansas, but it's Arkansas.
1: <laughs> why is this Kansas and why is yeah. this not Arkansas? America, explain. The whole I time. Am confusion. The whole time I
0: was writing this, I kept saying that to myself, but it's Arkansas. Um, it is known, f- um, Eureka Springs is known for its preserved Victorian build- buildings of its historic district, such as the Palace Bathhouse. House. Mm. Uh, the Basin Park Hotel, which is also supposedly haunted, yeah. and the Crescent Hotel. Nice. Um, all of these spots were built around the city's natural springs. Wow. Um, the town was founded on July Fourth, so you know America too. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> um, In eighteen seventy nine, so obviously it's after like America's July Fourth. Um, and it was named by a small group of people um around the healing springs as. The Indians had called them, so like, Hmm. it was first discovered by Indians, and then like, you know, whatever what happened with them, and then um, it got rediscovered as healing springs.
1: Okay. Yeah,
0: and it got called Eureka. I don't know why Eureka, Hmm. but. Eureka! I've got it, or what? Yeah. I don't know. Like, Eureka! hey, look, we found it. <laughs> <laughs> um, legends from several tribes spoke of a great hearing, healing spring in the mountains. Um, early visitors believed this spring to be the brace, basin spring itself, and the power of the water brought so many people that Eureka Springs went from a barren forest to a flourishing city in a few short months. Of course. Yeah, you know. Let's let's uh. We found this, so let's everybody go to it. Yeah.
1: Well, first of all, I mean that would really contribute on to the reason why whatever is happening is happening because technically if it was discovered by the Indians, oh, there's yeah. a lot of Indians buried there. So mm-hmm. technically it's an Indian burial ground that you're on top of and we all know what happens when you yeah. do that.
0: <laughs> yep. I mean the recounts or the accounts I read really didn't get into the Amer- you know, the Native Americans, but oh, it's why would definitely it? yeah, it's history's written by uh, the winners, like I said before. Yep. It's definitely <laughs> a um Hey, you know.
1: Yeah, like it's it. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. Yeah, um, you get the idea. Yeah,
0: but yeah, it went from barren forest with the little springs to big ass city in like a couple months.
1: Why do we do this? Yeah, yeah That always bothers me.
0: Um, the waters would gain na- national acclaim with the start of the Ozark Bottling Company, which is still active today. So basically, you know, water bottle bottles.
1: Do they do they own the Ozark Trail Survival Camping stuff? I don't know,
0: I doubt it. It's probably around that same area, hmm. but nice. I don't know if it's the same thing. Interesting. Um, people flocked to a town made up of tents and quickly built shanties. So like literally it sprung up so quickly overnight that they didn't even build proper like houses or anything. It was just tents and, you know, cuz back then, you know, there wasn't really cures for anything. So yeah. you hear these natural springs that are supposed to take care of you and heal, heal you. You're mm-hmm. going to go to it, you know. Yeah. Um yeah. So by 1879, population of Eureka Springs had reached around 10,000 people. Wow. Yeah. And in 1881, it was declared a city for the first class, and it was the fourth largest city in Arkansas.
1: So wait, when when did they
0: first get there? So, they first got there Uh, let me look. It was first discovered in 1879.
1: 79? And, and then um,
0: the population by then had... So basically, when they discovered it, yeah. or when they said that they discovered it, people were already coming there. Wow. Yeah,
1: Dang. Literally within that year. Holy mm-hmm. crap. That's Yeah, because that's
0: why I said a few short months.
1: Oh. oh so oh, it yeah, literally yeah. went wow. from like,
0: you know, nothing to a bunch of people in a couple months. Jesus. Um, and in eight in eighteen eighty one, it was declared a city for the first class. So, like all the important people.
1: Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Let's trample over the Indian Barrier grounds and call ourselves important. Yeah, basically. <laughs> assholes. Um,
0: the first white settler was a man named Doctor Alv- Alva. It's A L V A H yeah. Jackson, <laughs> <laughs> who used the f- who used the mineral water to cure his son's eye ailment in eighteen fifty six. So this is like before that they like you know. He was probably it or really dirty,
1: and he just needed to wash his face. Right. <laughs> uh,
0: the waters were used at Dr. Jackson's Cave Hospital. Um, it was the hospital was to care for people slash soldiers during the Civil War. So I mean he he did use it for good. Yeah. It's not like the other doctor we're gonna be talking about. Uh yeah. this guy did actually try and treat people and I mean there's as far as I know, there's no bad like accounts that he was trying to like mm. swindle people. He was trying to help people. Mm. Um the Eureka Springs Improvement Company was formed in eighteen eighty two and its goal was to bring the railroad to the city. So already we're <laughs> developing, you know, let's <laughs> let's bring more crap. <laughs> Let me take a sip. <laughs> All right. That's
1: that's just crazy, man. It's just like and I, I didn't even realize this, but relating to it, it's starting to taste nasty, isn't it? Yeah,
0: a little bit. I was like making faces about my tea. It's not that. Maybe I just needed to take it out. Maybe yeah, it's, it's probably too steeping like... too
1: much. It kind of tastes burnt. Like, it's weird. It's like, like a weird, like, mine has a burnt taste to it. Like, it was sitting for way too long. Maybe. Like, just overheated when it wasn't. It was literally, like, way lower. Maybe that's why. I don't know. But it's it's amazing how quickly stuff can happen because I seen a post on Facebook not too long ago that the first biplane that was created was literally sixty years before the first astronauts went into space, and I was like, oh wow, yeah, I, yeah, I didn't I didn't know that. "It like, went really quickly. Yeah, really fast. <laughs> like I was like, <laughs> dang, we went from being midair to on the moon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Like just how fast it went, it's unbelievable. All right. It's all aliens. That's a different <laughs> conversation. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so he he helped people. Um, the Eureka mm-hmm. Springs, yeah. Uh, you you messed me up. I'm oh. sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. Um, yeah. So they wanted to bring the railroad to the city. Um, they also wanted to develop the city from a shanty town to an actual luxury town. You know, yeah. actually, you know, yeah. Put roads and shit in there. Wow. Um, Powell Clayton, which who is a carpetbagger, which is what people were calling him. Mm-hmm. Which I was like, what did, what does he do? Does he do like you know? Fix up carpets, which I don't even know if that was a thing. No, like rugs, but thing that know. you know, and it's actually a political candidate who seeks election in an area where they have no local connection. So he basically wow. just showed up one day and was like, Hey, I'm gonna take charge, and did.
1: Wow, yep. What the what um, the hell? <laughs>
0: yeah. He was also a general and the former Arkansas governor. So I don't really know why they called him a, a carpetbagger because technically he was like the fucking governor, but I guess maybe for Eureka Springs, he yeah. had no you know, no, no authority previous to begin with. Yeah, no previous connections. Yeah. Um Clayton Powell or Powell Clayton? I always got that confused. Um, he would use his ties to the railroad and his financial connections to the wealthy people of St. Louis to build his own town. Wow. So, that's where Eureka Springs came from. A thousand, thousands of residential and commercial buildings were built in just two years, which included Jesus. the construction of roads water and sewer lines an electrical trolley and now the in fa- the now famous crescent hotel
1: it's it's amazing that roads and everything were built so fast back then but mm-hmm. now it takes highways literally about 6 yeah. years to be done
0: well like i wonder <laughs> what they mean by building the roads cuz like was I mean, it well they, they
1: probably trailed them dirted them up and yeah. so i mean I was that's gonna say lot it's easier, not but,
0: it's not like concrete or yeah, anything no, like no, that no. so i mean not that i know of
1: yeah they, they probably just cleared bush and stuff like that yeah. to make way for roads for people to just you know But yeah Walk or ride along.
0: And what I think is funny is they already started with water and sewer. So if there were any, like Indian burial grounds there, they dug them. Up. They, and they didn't dug even them up. Do, they
1: didn't do any historical. And who records knew,
0: on yeah, who knows if wow. they just like tossed them? Some. I mean, I'm not saying that there was an Indian burial ground there.
1: Yeah, but, but if, if there, there happened were, <clears throat> yeah,
0: if there were Indians there to begin with. And you're obviously. just tossing these
1: bones in the trash. Yeah. You're obviously messing with something you shouldn't.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, the whole. I mean, maybe that's why. Because, like I was saying, there's another hotel called, like, the Basin Hotel or something. That one's supposedly haunted, too. So, I'm well, wondering yeah. if maybe it's the whole.
1: It probably is. Because you know. no, matter, no matter what, whatever is built on an Indian burial ground never ends well. Yeah, never. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> no. Never in recorded history has it ever ended well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. So thousands of residential and commercial yeah. They were built in two years. Um then the Crescent Hotel was was Ugh. built as well. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Um the Crescent Hotel is known as the uh, hold on. Um where's my
1: pen? Oh, sorry. Uh I have your pen somewhere here. I was writing stuff down. I here it is. I found it. There you just, go. Because no, yeah.
0: <laughs> that's what I was using as like a yeah. placeholder. And I keep re I keep re saying the same shit and it's like Alright. Let me write 16. Okay. The Crescent Hotel is known as the Grand Old Lady of the Ozarks, and it was Powell Clayton and Richard Kern's Pride Luxury Hotel. So Richard Kern was just someone else that, like, helped him pay for it, basically. Yeah. Um, they commissioned an architect named Isaiah... Isaac? Isaiah. However the fuck you say. S. Taylor to build it on top of a cliff that overlooked the springs. Hmm. Um, Powell and Curran spent, um, it's like two million or something like, no, it's two nine four zero having, zero zero.
1: 294,000.
0: Yeah. I'm having a problem. I, I'm, I'm all messed up. <laughs> which,
1: was, which was a shit ton of money back then. Heck yeah. It was like their whole, you know, <laughs>
0: yeah. uh, just to build the place. Now
1: you can't even get a house without money.
0: Yeah, basically. <laughs> um. Irish stone masons were brought in, and they were and they carved and assembled eighteen-inch thick blocks of limestone from a rip, white river quarry, that was ten miles quarry. from the quarry. Sorry. Yeah, quarry, that was ten miles from the construction site. Hmm. Wow. So, like they they had special stone brought from a quarry. 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 Quarry, and you know it it was like really hard stone, supposedly. Cheese. Um. <clears throat> These stonemasons were brought here especially for this purpose of building this hotel, so like they had money because they got people from Ireland to come over, wow. like that that you know, that's crazy. Yeah. After two years of construction, the hotel was complete. <laughs> So it, even that to me sounds really quick to yeah. build a hotel back then, mm-hmm. especially using those you know those really heavy stones and stuff. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. I keep censoring myself, but <laughs>
1: yeah. But yeah, like well, I mean, like even now, like a lot of the buildings that are getting built, I mean, they they're I mean they're built I think a lot quicker now actually because mm-hmm. I there is there's a few like townhome places that were literally built within a year. Yeah. So I mean, stuff's going. I mean, cause we it's we're also cheaper the hotel, materials. Though. Oh well, yeah, it's a hotel at the same time, but, I mean, yeah. townhomes use the same kind of pipeline and stuff like that that a hotel would use. There's just extra rooms in a hotel, like a waiting room and stuff like that. There's not yeah. that in one of those, but well, stuff this... now is getting built within a year because they're using cheaper, lighter materials, mm-hmm. but for two years for it to be stone, that's pretty good.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, May 20th, 1886, the doors were opened and a fancy ball was held in the Crystal Dining Room.
1: <laughs> that reminds me of that ACDC song, or is it ACDC or Ozzy Osbourne, or one or the other. Uh, the big balls.
0: Balls of fire?
1: No, no, no. It's, <laughs> it's, li- it's literally called big balls. And talks, oh, whoa, he talks whoa, about whoa. like ballrooms, but he's making it really perverted. She's yeah. got
0: big balls. Yeah. She's got mm-hmm. big balls. i get it, Alan. But I've
1: got the biggest balls in the mall, you know? <laughs> sure.
0: Uh, <laughs> I want you to look up an image of the Crescent Hotel so you can okay. kind of like look at it. Okay. Because to me, when I looked, I looked at it on Google Earth And I was, like, looking at the front of it, and it's just, to me, it was so eerie. It's got, like, this, like, awning that's, that's like, right at the main lobby. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, attached by, like, chains. And I don't know if this was there back then, but that looks like I could just, like, drop at any moment. I don't know. It's just the stones are really faded. Not that that's, like, a bad thing, but it just, like, it gives me vibes.
1: This is the one you showed me earlier, or a few days ago, I believe.
0: You can just look at a regular picture. It doesn't have to be the old-fashioned.
1: Well, no. Because this, this is the one you showed me. Is this what you're talking about?
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you see that little, like, thing at the front?
1: Yeah. Where it's, like, pushed oh, yeah, out? Yeah. What the heck? It
0: looks like it's just held on by chains. And I that think could, it is. And that could just be me being, like, weird. And, like, knowing, since I know the history and stuff, it's just yeah. really creepy to me.
1: Oh, wait. Hold on. There's one without that. So that, uh, that might have that been added. Yeah, it's it probably was. It's person hit to a- because there's this one.
0: Yeah, that's it before. So oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Pro- it was probably before, like, the um, owners that have it now took over. Yeah. I don't know. Just looking at it, it really yeah, it's, gives its, me it's vibes. Eerie, especially when you yeah. I
1: like, see the abandoned. Like, there's a lot of, like, photos of, like, the abandoned thing, like, in the backyard and stuff like that. It yep. just looks creepy. Yeah,
0: you know? and if you want to see some of these pictures, I'm going to be posting them on Instagram a little bit later. You so. want me
1: to save them from what I'm looking at? Yeah. Okay, to. yeah, I'll do that.
0: Yeah, so... um. Now that we're looking at it, uh, like I said, they had this big ball. Um, among the prestigious guests were James G. Blaine, the former U.S. congressman, U.S. senator, and secretary of state. Blaine was also a candidate in the presidential election, only to have lost by Grover Cleveland. So presidents were almost, you know, wow. almost presidents were there. Um, there were state Supreme Court judges, federal magistrates, and constitutional officers, and a crap ton of military men. So, right. all the big and important people were there at the opening of the Crescent Hotel. Right. Um... Yeah. So, base, so, it, basically, it stayed open by uh, Powell Clayton mm-hmm. until 1905. And then the Frisco Railroad Company purchased the hotel. Um, it sounded to me like they, they hoped to buy the hotel, um... And then, basically, buying the hotel meant that their their railroad was going to come close to it, and it would basically make people use their railroad because they were going to the hotel. Like you know, um, it was yeah, like yeah. a marketing yeah, it kind was a of marketing, thing. Marketing ploy. Um, basically, more um, more people would want to visit the springs and stay at the hotel. Um, more people would use the railway, so they were trying to make it like. They were destination people.
1: Yeah.
0: If that makes sense. Um, But as the wintertime or the off-season came around, less people wanted to travel there. And um, they decided to lease the hotel.
1: Oh, okay. So they weren't making enough money to...
0: Yeah. It was kind of hmm. like a resort. So, like, yeah. they owned the railroad and then they also owned the hotel. And they would bring people to the hotel and also, you know, using the railroad. So it was kind of just... Yeah. And I think also, like, with the decline of the railroad... That also kind of made them want to lease it out more.
1: Yeah, because it wasn't becoming as popular. Yeah, because in like
0: 1905, I think cars were starting yeah, to be yeah. more of a thing, and I could be wrong, but I know it said that the decline of um, the, the decline of the railroad is kind of what kind of slowed the hotels um, being Progress. open. Yeah, being open. <laughs> yeah. So, um, in 1908, Crescent College and Conservatory for Young Ladies was um created hmm. uh it was a very exclusive boarding school in Arkansas, training the mind of countless women is what they called training
1: the mind wow.
0: yeah um due to the crap storm that was the great depression, the college <laughs> co- closed completely in nineteen thirty four so it went from nineteen o eight to nineteen thirty four so that wasn't too bad of no, a that run. wasn't too bad um
1: It's pretty decent.
0: Yeah, it sucks though because like it was all because of the Great Depression that it closed. Mm -hmm. Uh, The hotel did continue to operate but only in the summer months. So it was kind of like a a summer resort.
1: Yeah.
0: So it sounds like to me that the the springs kind of like not were fading but they weren't as prevalent or popular. Yeah. As they were like when it first started. So now we're going to talk about a shithead. (laughs) To put it like very plainly, but very first, politely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To put it politely. Air quotes. <laughs> yeah, but first we're gonna take a quick ad break.
1: This ad brought to you by nothing. It's it's nothing. It's it's a podcast that I host that is nothing and everything all in one. So if you want to check it out, uh, look for it's nothing on Spotify. I think that's yep. the only spot that I have it. Yeah. <laughs> so, an
0: Anchor. Uh, it's well, a Anchor, podcasting yeah. thing. Yeah,
1: and I, I talk about a lot of random crap. Like, the the recent episode that I put up was based on, um, it was Halloween, so it was all halloween theme stuff. I have a bunch of other ideas planned out, so if you guys want to check it out, just go ahead and check it out and uh, give it a listen, and I'd appreciate it. I'm on there, too. Yeah, she's on there, too. <laughs> we basically
0: just talk about all kinds of stuff. It's, yeah, yeah. This podcast is everything and nothing. Yeah.
1: Exactly That's what why I said, it's, yeah. It's <laughs> yeah, like it's it's like like one episode will be about haunted stuff, the others about video games, the other one's about nineties, and then it's just gonna it's it's just gonna vary all over the place. So if you guys just want to hear random crap, go it's ahead and just give us a listen. It's just us talking. Yeah, it's just us talking. Just go ahead and give a listen. So uh, I will talk to you guys then, and uh, thank you for listening to this ad. All right, thanks for
0: listening to the ad. Now we're gonna talk about Norman G. Baker. Yep. He's a dickhead. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, so in 1937, a man named Norman G. Baker buys the hotel. Um, he opens Baker's Cancer Curing Hospital, which, you know, that sounds like a great cause, honestly. Yeah. Cancer Center. There's the Springs there. Mm-hmm. You know, who knows? Um, Norman was a colorful character, though. Um, he was known for his white suit with a purple shirt. Wow. And in a time when cars were mostly black... This guy drove a purple-colored car.
1: Oh, wow. Which he's, ex- is like, he's eccentric. Yeah, he was way
0: out there. <laughs> wow. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Um, before he grabbed the hotel, he actually uh, radio was actually his claim to fame. Mm. Uh, in 1925, he started <clears throat> KTNT, uh, Know the Naked Truth. Um, it was a radio show. Kind of like this one. <laughs> um, it was
1: before podcasts were a thing. <laughs> yeah,
0: the radio. I know Man. you y- you young kids won't know what that is. I'm Man. just kidding. <laughs> I'm just joking. But, um, yeah. <laughs> he would continuously attack the American Medical Association for the fact that no one believed in his cure for cancer and that all doctors besides him, which he wasn't even really a doctor, he yeah. wasn't a doctor at all, um, were meat cutters. Basically, you know, the only reason why... They wanted, you know, their cures were just for you to keep coming back and keep giving them more money. Yeah. yeah. Which,
1: Which, I mean, there's a lot of the stuff that they do now, kind of. Yeah. (laughs) You really think about it, if you think about it real hard. (laughs) Yeah. But,
0: um, he started more and more promoting his cure for cancer, um, and the government tried to shut him down. Um, why stop him, you may ask? Uh, and I already kind of told you, uh, Mm. he wasn't a doctor, (laughs) (laughs) Um, he barely made it through 10th grade, actually.
1: Jeez, okay, Um, But
0: somehow, along, along the way of his promotions, he became known as Dr. Baker.
1: That's weird. How, How do you become known as Dr. Baker without being a doctor?
0: Just, he kept telling, basically, he kept telling everybody, oh yeah, I'm a doctor, and on his, I keep saying podcasts, on his radio shows, he'd be like, oh, I'm Dr. Baker. So, like, he would, even though he's not one, he kept...
1: Convincing people he was. Yeah, he, he kept was. trying to
0: convince people he was.
1: Jesus, this freaking guy.
0: hmm <laughs> He opened the cancer center in uh, the Crescent Hotel, as we said before. <clears throat> uh, he actually really loved the hotel. And due to the struggles of the Great Depression, he was able to securely make his way in. So, oh,
1: okay. So he used, he used yeah. the Great Depression to his advantage to like convince mm-hmm. people he was a good guy because he came up with the stuff. And, and
0: plus, plus people weren't able to really afford the hotel, so it was yeah. probably a lot cheaper than it would have been. So he,
1: he literally took advantage of it. For mm-hmm. him to drop out of the tenth grade like that, he sure is intelligent with convincing people otherwise. Mm-hmm. You know <laughs> Um
0: And a lot of people actually flocked to the hotel. Uh wow. after all Norman was heavily advertising that he knew everything to cure cancer. <laughs> Which, you know
1: We don't that's... even know that now. <laughs> yeah, we
0: don't know. Um so do you want to know the secret recipe for his cure?
1: Oh, uh, sure.
0: Um, it's This is like the recipe that people wrote down. It kind of changes where some add stuff, some people take it away, but it's like about the same stuff. Okay. So it says mix watermelon, clover seeds, and corn silk, which I didn't really know what corn silk and like clover seeds were. I mean, I kind of had the idea, but corn silk is basically just, well, I wrote it down clover seeds are the seeds for... The four leaf clovers and stuff that's like in your lawn. Mm-hmm. It's the actual seeds. Oh, um, right. corn silk is literally the stringy parts on the corn. The heck? Yeah, like the you know. Do, what they,
1: I mean? do they do any of those even have any nutritional value, period? Um,
0: somewhat actually. I'm gonna really? keep yeah, I'm oh, gonna bring that okay. up. Okay. All right. And then um, you those know was obviously, my mind. <laughs> obviously watermelon's watermelon. Yeah, watermelon's watermelon. Watermelons
1: are <laughs> good for you no matter what. Yep. So
0: um and I was I even said both of these have benefits uh to taking them. Um, corn silk is good for bladder infections, inflammation of the urinary tract, and is also used to treat congestive heart failure, diabetes, high blood sugar, and more.
1: I didn't know that. So all the times when people are peeling the corn on the cobs, those stringy Mm -hmm. bits, they're actually good for you, and people are just throwing them away, or?
0: Yeah, I'm not sure if you're supposed to make, like, eat them, but I think it's more so maybe like a tea. Like, you know, make a tea out of them. That's weird. Yeah, um and then the clover seeds um can impro- can improve bone health possibly reduce the risk of prostate cancer really? and give you better blood flow so i mean i guess with the clover seeds he had the right yeah connection direction that he was going for but yeah. he pretty it's he was pretty still much, much taken off
1: yeah he was pretty much just he's like the um the people who uh do The whole non vax thing where they don't think any like herbal medicine is oh, the way to go. Yeah, you know. like, yeah, like it's kind of like that. And, yeah, yeah, oils and stuff like that. It's kind of like what he's doing.
0: But I, I also read where he kind of just took the recipe of some other con man and kind of just <laughs> added his it. own thing. So I don't know if he was really honestly like thinking My about life. it, like you know, oh, this does this, this does that. I think he just kind of like
1: just did it. <laughs> yeah,
0: and then um, watermelon keeps you hydrated, it's packed with nutrients, um, it may have anti cancer effects. And, you know, shit done more of it benefits. Yeah. But Well, I know, I
1: know watermelon does have a lot of those benefits. Like they, mm-hmm. And some of them are actually somewhat proven to work. Yeah. I don't know about the whole... I don't... Like, maybe because there, there are a lot of vegetables and fruits that say they lessen the risk of cancer, but mm-hmm. it doesn't get rid of it, you yeah. know? So, it uh, honestly
0: know. probably just promotes, like, <laughs> excuse me, like how stuff promotes heart health or... Yeah, I was going to say, better,
1: better blood flow, yeah. less clotting, stuff mm-hmm. like that.
0: I even put in my notes, I guess he tried.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, He definitely tried.
0: (laughs) I'm not sure because, you know, this guy's scum. (laughs) Yeah. So um, step two of the procedure would be to boil all of these ingredients in alcohol and carbonic, which is an antiseptic that reduces the chance of infection. That's what carbonic is.
1: Is he making people ingest? Oh, Jesus. Just wait. (laughs) Just wait.
0: That's actually step three. (laughs) Inject into patient. Wow. Sometimes they would inject people up to seven times a day. Jesus.
1: It's, it's almost like Trump. It's, it's almost like when everyone was making fun of Trump for saying that they should just inject bleach into their yeah. body. Yeah. Just I ingest mean, bleach. It'll go away. I
0: mean, that's what this guy. What this the is, hell? That's what
1: this, this guy would suggest. History repeats itself so freaking much. It's unreal. Yeah. And
0: then, you know. <laughs> And they would—he would inject it in the actual site of where your tumor was. Wow! I guess if he could find it, if it was something that's like prominent, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, but it seemed to work. Wow! Sarcastic. Uh, usually, <laughs> patients would make friends with each other. Um, if one was there, um, if one wasn't there anymore, the nurses would tell the remaining patients that their friend was cured.
1: Oh wow! <laughs>
0: when in reality, during the night, the staff would remove the dead patients. So they would basically go, oh, where's my friend? Oh, he's cured. He left. He's going home. But in reality, he died.
1: That's messed up, man. Yep. Jesus.
0: Anything to keep that, like, this this (laughs) cancer center is going. And I was even telling you, um, he actually paid people to, if you look at the pictures of the hotel, there's like these balconies that, you know, you can sit on. Yeah, and he even paid people to sit on yeah. those balconies.
1: I remember saying that. Yeah,
0: and like play games, wow. act that really he, happy. Now we on the
1: outside, everything looked like it yeah. was going well.
0: Yeah. So then it Jesus. looked like his patients were getting cured and were happy-go-lucky. When on the inside they were dying. Wow. Um, <laughs> others were who, who were on the verge of dying were moved to the basement slash morgue so no one could hear their screams of pain.
1: That's so messed up. Yep. <laughs>
0: Uh, When his patients would die, he would actually cut out the tumor or whatever it was and collected them in jars that he had down in the basement of the hotel. And remember that for later. Okay. Um, which I thought was really funny because he would sit there and call like the other doctors. Oh, they're meat cutters. They do this. <laughs> yeah. They do that. And, and he's on, literally doing yeah, the same thing. <laughs> and on all of his like advertisements, because there are some. Um, once again, Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some advertisements that are still like on online, <laughs> and it says we will not cut out organs and this and that. But yet when they died, he would chop them up. So wow. it's like, you know, how much if you are trying to be better. Than the other doctors, you're not doing a good no. job.
1: <laughs> then again, he might not have been trying to be better. He just wanted that money flow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean,
0: that's <clears> the con <throat> man in him. Yeah. Um, for two years, Norman played these sc- schemes, but most of the time, the author- authorities were watching.
1: <laughs> most of the time.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Quote, um, unquote. <laughs> yeah. In
0: 1939, they closed in. Uh, Norman G. Baker was arrested for using the mail system to commit fraud. Wow. He uh he was sending letters out promoting his services, oh, wow. which they were false, of course. Yeah. So yeah, um, the trial was held in 1940, and Norman was found guilty on all counts. He tried to appeal, but was denied. Because he, to you know, to the day that he died, he did not believe that he did anything wrong. He was trying to cure people, Jesus. which it's full of shit though.
1: Yeah, yeah, you
0: weren't even you know you weren't. So even So he didn't doing believe anything. it. He yeah. didn't
1: believe it. He was trying to convince everyone. Mm -hmm. That he convinced himself that he was doing the right thing.
0: Yep. Um, He served four years in Leavenworth uh, Leavenworth Federal Penitentiary. Wow. Uh, One investigator figured out that he robbed cancer patients out of at least $4 million.
1: Jeez, this dude was raking it in. Yeah, that's why
0: he had the white suit and the purple shirt and his car that was all purple. He was trying to represent royalty
1: without being royalty. Yeah, he was a
0: really fancy fucking guy which which that brings up a point i didn't realize that what the purple purple is known to mean royalty royalty, yeah i never thought of that
1: yeah i think it was either it was either purple and purple and blue because they were really really difficult dives to find back in like medieval times so whenever they would do it it means that they had enough money to be able to afford it so
0: wow okay i didn't think of that um yeah yeah and and i even said uh the four years in jail seems like nothing to me i mean you just you robbed yeah. so many you, people of and their you lives. killed so
1: many people like
0: yeah
1: yep like
0: um numbers vary but they know at least 300 patients um checked in but they don't know what happened to them after because of course you know you're not going to yeah. keep records of people dying yeah. you're only going to keep r- records of them coming in
1: yeah and they had no way of actually knowing if those mm-hmm. people had gotten out at that time either yeah. so well
0: that's what it says they don't know what happened to them yeah. they checked in but never checked back out as far you know as far as they know None um,
1: comes in, none comes out. <laughs> yep.
0: Uh Baker believes he was innocent. Uh he actually said that the jury was bribed with whiskey and women. Oh wow. Um, yeah, he was shit. Wow. Like, he's gonna say that people bribed him, you know, were bribed for To make himself the,
1: look like the big the yep. good guy. Jeez. Um,
0: he was released four years later and then he retired to Florida. And Karma came back to bite him, and he died of cancer.
1: Good. Yeah. I was Good. like,
0: I was like, Karma, hey. Eh? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, right. So yeah. How about um, you inject that self into your? you inject that stuff into yourself, and you be the test subject. And yeah. Let's see if it works or not. <laughs> That's what I was saying. We should do that to him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just
0: this whole thing said, the whole time I was writing this, fuck this guy. You because know, my mom died of cancer, so like mm. I, I I sympathize with yeah. the people that were there and. You know, back then, there wasn't a cure. There's still not a cure. But, I mean, yeah. you know, people didn't want to have the radiation. They didn't want to be caught open. Yeah. So, this guy comes up and he says, oh, we won't do any of that. We're just, just take this supplement or do, you know, take this shot and you'll be cured. You know, you can, I understand why 300 people, more than 300 yeah. people went there. Yeah. It's just tragic that he, you know, he fucked, you fucked them all over.
1: Yeah. much my fault.
0: Yep. Um, so after he went to prison, the hotel ended up being turned over to a group of Chicago businessmen. Um, six years later, uh, during that time, oh, I have sticky papers. Huh. Uh, during that time, it hosted weddings, vacations, honeymoons, all Jesus. while switching hands constantly, which I thought was <laughs> fucked
1: up. It like, is like you, you.
0: It was a. Freaking like it was a death camp.
1: It was literally a death camp. That's what it was. It was if you were dying, you would go there and you would die there. It's a death camp.
0: (laughs) I mean, I get that they probably cleaned it up really nice and stuff, but but you still there were still like dead people there. Jesus, there were still like (laughs) the bottles and stuff were still there. So like all them little specimen bottles were still there. Wow. Um. Yeah. It was just (laughs) that blew my mind. Um in 1997 Hope for the Hotel had finally come. Um, Marty and Elise Ronick, it's R O E N I G K, um purchased the business. Uh they wanted to restore the hotel to its former glory, so like before the hospital. Mm-hmm. Um and they launched the relaunched the location as the ni- as the 1886 Crescent Hotel and Spa. Um it was even noted, it was even listed on the National Registry of Historic Places. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Um, with all this dark history, there are bound to be some ghost stories. So I know that's why we came here, the haunted yep, cafe. Yep, yep. Y'all don't want to just hear me talk about the history, <laughs> although the history is like so interesting. <laughs> yeah,
1: it is extremely interesting to hear.
0: That and that's why I like I like doing these because I like getting into the history first, so you can mm. uh, you can understand the uh, the ghosts and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um That's crazy <laughs> Yeah So Even from the beginning Of the creation Like the building's creation mm. Um In 19 Or in I keep saying 19 In 1880 When the hotel Was still mostly mountain Um One of the Irish Stone masons Uh Plunged to his death In the same spot As the room 218 Now lies
1: Oh wow
0: So basically I think It was still kind of like Beams mm-hmm. And He fell And he yeah. yeah, Died Um Supposedly, this is the most haunted room, according to most of the reports. Uh, they called him Michael. Hmm. I don't know if that's what his name was or if that was, like, a nickname that they gave him.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, guests report hands coming out of the bathroom mirror, Jeez. cries of a falling man coming from the ceiling, which wow. is fucked up, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, And the door opening, then slamming shut, and then unable to be open again. Which wow. you know, can you imagine being inside and it like slam shut? And you can't and then even you open, can't it. open it. <laughs> it's in it? Oh.
1: It's like oh damn! All right, well yep. if this is gonna be it. You're out
0: the window. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's two eighteen, so two probably means like second like story. Second floor.
1: Yeah, second story. Yep. Yeah. So uh, and there's technically three stories because you have the first floor, then the first story, then the second story. Yeah, so like the bo- basement. Yeah, the yeah. basement. Yeah. So that's that's a bit of a fall. Oh,
0: <laughs> Um, in the hotel's dining room, many employees have encounters of playful spirits dressed in Victoria dress, Victorian dress, wow. which, you know, that's, that's something I can see because however yeah. many dances or balls or weddings that people had there, that's obvious, that's honestly going to start like carrying over, you yeah. know what I mean? It's almost like Haunted Golf at uh,
1: Wildwood where they have those, those ghostly figures dancing on oh, the yeah. ceiling and stuff. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. One holiday season while the dining room was closed, the tree and packages that were underneath and the packages that were, like, underneath the tree mm-hmm. were shifted to the other side of the room with a chair surrounding it. So, like, these guys are, like, playful. Maybe oh, they wow. wanted the trees over there.
1: Yeah. yeah. We it like... looks better over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, one wait- waitress looked in the mirror and saw a man and a woman dressed in Victorian garb facing each other as, they were, as if they were in a wedding. No. Oh, wow well. um the groom looked at the waitress and then they both disappeared
1: what well, did these people die there or
0: i don't know if it's just like residual energy
1: because i, I mean know. i
0: don't there's no accounts of people them dying yeah, that, there. that's
1: weird that those are showing up if nobody's mm-hmm. actually died for that to happen like in that area Yeah, because
0: i mean obviously there's the people the hotel yeah or um the cancer center um yeah. there might There might have been, like, people that died in between, just, like, in their sleep or something like that. But there's no reports that I found anyway. Interesting. So there could be. I just didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That waitress actually quit, like, right right after that.
1: Come on, cat. Jeez.
0: And I wanted to look up and see. That was our cat. I wanted to look them up and see if the mirror was actually there from the hotel, like, since the beginning. Mm-hmm. Or if it was, like, newly brought in. Because if it was there from the beginning, then mirrors are, all, are known yeah. to have, like...
1: To hold images yeah. forever. <laughs> yeah, so... I'm... That's why the natives were so afraid of, like, cameras and, and mirrors and cameras. anything... Yeah, back when, when cameras were first invented, if you were to go to, like, a um, a tribal area to where they had never seen that kind of technology, if you snapped a photo and they seen it, they swore up and down that you took their soul and it stayed into that oh, photo. Okay. It's, it's I think that's pretty much, well, that's not where the whole mirror thing originated, but that yeah. didn't help. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, and that's just, like, um, to me, that's why it made me think, like, was it there the whole time? Mm-hmm. Or was it something that the new owners brought in? Like, yeah. I, I didn't, I couldn't find it, yeah. but.
1: I'm pretty sure if it was there the whole time, I probably would have showed some age a little bit. Because mirrors, even in, indoors, they still age.
0: Yeah, and I looked, at, I tried to look at pictures, because this happened in the Crystal dining room. Mm-hmm. So, I tried to look at pictures of the dining room. And there's just, there's a lot of, like, stuff on the walls. And, um, wow. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of stuff on the wall. So, I, I'm not sure which mirror it was. Because I thought maybe it was, like, a big, like, yeah, yeah. you know. But anyway, so whether it was there or not, I don't know. Another spirit in the dining room is a man in Victorian clothing sitting at a table uh, near the window, saying, "Saying, I saw the most beautiful woman here last night, and I'm waiting for her to return."
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of cute. Like,
0: I don't, don't know if she's she's a ghost there, and yeah. <laughs> they're trying to hook up. <laughs> Um, (laughs) there has also been dancing men and women appearing in the dining room in the early hours of the morning. Hmm. So that's why I'm thinking it's more like residual. Like, you know, they've seen that the hotel has seen that so much that they're just like, you know.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Dr. Baker has also been seen around the hotel. Oh, wow. Um, mostly in the lobby. He has been spotted wearing his signature purple shirt with the white suit. Um, there's also a nurse pushing a gurney down the, down in the basement, a.k.a. Dr. Baker's old morgue. Yeah. So, like, that's why, uh, that's why the whole theory of, oh, you have to be dead to be in that hospital, you know, to be at a certain place. Doesn't really hold true. Because if it is true that you're seeing Dr. Baker, he didn't die there. Yeah, yeah. He died in Florida, which Mm -hmm. is really far away from,
1: uh,
0: Arkansas. Yeah. Or Kansas. Um, but yeah. Uh, the and Dryers are known to mysteriously turn on by themselves. Uh, they're right next to his old morgue, which still has his autopsy table and a walk-in freezer. Wow. I hope that they don't use that walk-in freezer for food. I mean... Yeah, because
1: that'd be messed up.
0: I mean, the shit's clean Um, now. I'm sure they disinfected it and stuff, but still, like, (laughs) I don't know about it. (laughs) Um, which, and it's also wild to me that they kept their, his autopsy table. Yeah. But... They do ghost tours there. Like, so that's probably a, a spot that they go down to. Yeah, probably. Um, housekeepers have met Theodora, who introduces herself as one of Dr. Baker's patients.
1: Jesus. Tell. <laughs> when you... When, when Wait, you... When when you...
0: you... <laughs> um, her name's Theodora, and she introduces herself as one of Dr. Baker's patients. Then she vanishes.
1: Oh, wow. So she's
0: like, hi, I'm so-and-so, and then... <laughs> wow.
1: Um...
0: <laughs> <laughs> she resides in room 419.
1: Hmm.
0: Uh, there is also reports of a little boy that has been skipping around and sometimes pots and pans come flying off the hooks in the kitchen. Oh, wow. And he's been spotted in the kitchen a lot. I don't know if maybe it was like one of the patient's sons.
1: Yeah. Or, it or, or, or a he, patient itself. Honestly, did, he, did he like murder kids and that just wasn't even brought up because maybe. of how bad that actually is?
0: I mean, he's the only kid ghost. But, yeah. I mean, that doesn't mean it, you yeah, know. Yeah, that
1: doesn't mean anything.
0: Yeah. Who knows? Um, One other report is a young female who once attended the Crescent College. Hmm. Um, According to the legend, she found out she was pregnant, and she was either pushed or she fell from the balcony to her death. She was pushed. <laughs> um, Today, guests report seeing her figure in a white, like, mist surrounding her, yeah. falling from the balcony, along with, along with hearing her screams.
1: Well, I mean, if she, if she, I mean, that depends. I mean, you could be scared if you fall off, or it, depending on how much you're wanting somebody to hear it, you could you're be gonna scared scream louder. You fall off. I mean, you know, like you I'm could be, be terrified. No, if I'm I mean, falling. like you could be like scared <laughs> screaming as you fall down. But depending on like who you want to know to come to that spot because you scream, you're gonna scream as loud as you can. Uh,
0: you mean like, <laughs> like if it was her falling, she wouldn't scream.
1: Yeah, she wouldn't be screaming. She might be screaming, but she might not be screaming as loud. You know what I mean? Okay.
0: Yeah. If
1: that makes any sense. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Um, Yeah, sadly, that's not the end of the tragedies. Of course. That will occur at the beautiful Crescent Hotel, because it is a pretty place. Yeah. Um, On on June 11th, 2017, at night, a man, which I'm not going to name names, uh, (laughs) fell to his death from the fourth floor staircase. Oh, wow. Um, He was walking out of the bar and fell over the railing at the top of the staircase. Wow. So, he was drunk. Fell yeah. from the top and went all fell all the way down. Jeez, um, which I looked at, I saw the the staircase and it's literally like a circular thing, like yeah. not circular staircase, but it's got like a center, and he fell like right through. Oh
1: wow, that sucks. Um,
0: his poor wife was with him when this happened, and I feel really bad for her. Um, yeah. Rest in peace to that guy, because it's really a sad yeah, situation.
1: It is. It is. It is.
0: Um. In 2019, Susan Benson, the hotel's landscaping artist, uncovered 400 bottles when she was moving dirt with a backhoe. Bottles of what? Dr. Baker.
1: Bottles of Dr. Baker?
0: Like, his bottles that he was oh. keeping all the stuff oh, oh, in. Oh, wow.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. That's messed up. The
0: police in the Arkansas Department of uh, Environmental Quality, uh, basically, you know, yeah. um, came out and determined that it wasn't a crime scene, which... Yeah, you know, thank videos. God. I mean, you know, uh, it wasn't, but like, not like a crime scene that they didn't know yeah, about. Yeah, Um, or you know, but the it was the bottles from Norman G. Baker. It's the ones that he kept in his specimens in the basement in the morgue.
1: He was just a collector. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, Jeez. There were at least twenty bottles had tissues still inside. Wow. Um, uh, they were basically preserved in alcohol, um, and the uh, archaeologists or whatever, yeah. they took some of the bottles to go test and see if they were, like, animal or if they were human because Dr. Baker is a con, con man. Dr. Baker. Doctor. He's not a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> um, Baker was a con man, so he could have just went and got, like, specimens of animals yeah, and, and put them in there you know. and acted. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so,
0: who knows? Um, they were They're the same bottles that Baker used in his advertisements and quote, We have hundreds of specimens like these. He, his ad said actual cancer specimens and lab data proves it all. All specimens are preserved in alcohol. Wow. So like he even was using these bottles as advertisements, saying, Oh look, here's all the here's all the cancers <laughs> you know, that we've That's taken out of these patients which if you're saying that you don't cut people up, how did you get...
1: Yeah. How, <laughs> how did you, you get, get those? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Right>.
0: <laughs> um, Keith Scales, who leads the ghost tours at the Crescent Hotel, like present time, um, said that officials were told by all the previous owners that they had took all of Baker's bottles to the dump in the 1960s. Oh, wow. Like I said, they still had his bottles there. Yeah. So, Baker was arrested in 1940. So that means for twenty years, those bottles sat in the basement, so while people were having weddings, their honeymoons, Jesus, all that shit, There's and there this... were there were people's body parts in the fucking basement. Wow, <laughs> it blew my mind. um Scales thought that when they said that they got rid of them, like took them to the dump that they went to the local landfill but yeah. Guess not. <laughs> they yeah, basically... it, it
1: filled in a part of land, just not the landfill. <laughs> yeah, they,
0: they, they took them out back and buried them. <laughs> yeah, um, and that's the dark tale of the Crescent Hotel. As Jeez. time continues, so does its history. So does its history. Wow. Because to me, if you you know, I mean that was twenty nineteen. Yeah. They she keeps moving stuff around, like keeps moving dirt and stuff. Who knows? Who knows what
1: they're gonna find? Who knows
0: what they're gonna find?
1: Like that that entire property just covered team... covered with stuff.
0: Yeah, my thing is, I I didn't research it. I should have. But what happened to the bodies of his patients that didn't make it?
1: He probably cremated them so he, could get, he could get rid of the evidence.
0: Or and, they're buried.
1: Or yeah, or they but could be I don't, buried. Yeah, I don't
0: think so because if you look at the um, the hotel like landscape now, yeah. like you know the the pictures of it, there's not really a whole lot of space. There. Like, it's not, like, a big yeah. place. Big no, they, they place. filled it in a
1: lot. They put in a yeah. fountain, they put in an in-ground swimming pool, stuff yeah. like that. So, I feel
0: like if there were bodies there or something like that, I feel like they would have found something. Wow. Unless they just haven't dug at the right spot. Yeah. But, it, and honestly, I mean, Baker didn't put those bottles there. It was <laughs> previous owners, or, mm. like, the owners after him. So, yeah. it's like, mm. <laughs> Um. And then I had one final question. Would you go stay the night at the Crescent Hotel? I
1: would. Uh, honestly, just to see what would happen, yeah, I probably would.
0: <laughs> I would. I would go, no problem. Like, let's go stay. We'll go walk around. Yeah. Go say hi to Michael and Theodora. I'm not, I mean,
1: I'm not going to say hi to... Oh, no, that's Michael. Wait, who's Michael again?
0: Michael is the Irish stone mason. Oh, yeah, the
1: mice Okay, yeah. Never yeah. Mind. The mison. <laughs> the mison.
0: <laughs> I'd go say hi to him. Go say hi to Theodora. Yeah. If I saw Mr. Baker, I'd be flipping him off. i <laughs> like, fuck you. <laughs> But, um,
1: yeah. You better be careful. You might be yeah. the next one that falls off the balcony. <laughs> Maybe. Oh. Uh,
0: so, I'm not going down <laughs> <myself>. <laughs> Yeah,
1: that, that's actually, actually, that's why I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I
0: don't know. Like, I've never really been to somewhere that's haunted. I've had my own personal, like, haunted experiences, yeah. which we might do an episode on yeah. eventually. Yeah, I've had
1: my own, too. Yeah, so. but
0: I've never, like, went to a haunted, like, hotel or place specifically for that. Yeah. So,
1: you could also do that um that place that's near that is near where you used to live too where The they, Hancock
0: House? Yeah, the Hancock yeah, House. You could do that as well. That's definitely one. one too. Yeah,
1: cuz supposedly that's really freaking haunted mm-hmm. because of everything that went down.
0: My uncle Barry actually has this spooky story with it. He's not yeah. with us anymore, but yeah. um yeah, he told my aunt a spooky story, so yeah. maybe that'll be an episode soon. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, guys, so that's the Crescent Hotel. That was roller fucked up, co- man. Yeah, it was a roller coaster. <laughs> Jeez. But, um yeah, let me know in the comments on Instagram or wherever. Um, Would you stay the night at the Crescent Hotel? Would you go say hi to Mr. Baker and all the little ghosties? Ooh. Have you stayed <laughs> at the Crescent? Because, you yeah. know. If you
1: have, let us know what your experience was. Because yep. that would be really interesting to hear about. And then we might even do a video on it. or yeah. Not a video. Podcast. Uh, podcast. Sorry, I'm, I'm used to YouTube. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I was disagreeing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> all right. Yeah. Well, the next episode... It's about Bigfoot,
1: huh, which I know everyone loves.
0: <laughs> yep. he, he's a little well-known guy. Yeah,
1: but, and uh, supposedly, according to new evidence, I won't—I mean, I'm, I'm going to ruin, ruin it a little ruin bit. Story. All right. Well, no, I'm, not, I'm not for ruining But <laughs> supposedly, there has been actual proof that he actually does exist, or at least he is the missing link. We'll find that out when we talk about it. <laughs> yep.
0: So we'll see you guys in the next episode.
1: All right. Catch you later. <laughs>